What's going on, guys? This is Carlos with Motor Misfit. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for showing all the love. I really appreciate it. Today, we have a great show for you. I have a longtime friend of mine, Javi Pimentel. He's going to go through his experience, his journey, his story with the very iconic 2015 Subaru WRX STI. Yes, the holy grail for import tuners. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk to him. So let's go. Yo, 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 what's up? This is your boy Los, your friend Los. Thank you for tuning in to another Motor Misfit. And today we have Javi with me, a longtime friend of mine. Yo, Javi, what's going on, man? What's going on, Los? Another day, you know what I'm saying? It's, uh, I've been saying a sunny day in Florida, but been raining looking like boston out here so man it is crazy i uh i try to take out my dog all day today and he doesn't like going out in the rain so (laughs) it's been uh it's been a challenge to get him to go outside because it has been like raining nonstop. so it's crazy man yeah past two days have been ridiculous i mean i don't even want to know how much rain it's been but i mean the weather's just not fun at all yeah Yeah, not at all man like it, it, it's crazy, but uh, hey, man! Thank you for uh, getting on the podcast. I really appreciate it. And um, the reason I have you on is because you know we want to go over your car journey, your car experiences, especially, especially because you've had one of the cars that car enthusiasts lust after so much. You know, so we'll get into that. Yeah. But I, I definitely appreciate you uh, you getting on, man, and taking some time to talk with us. Anytime, man. Anytime, you know. Uh, the love of cars is uh, something that's always been a part of me, you know. They always say, uh, it's always funny, no one ever knows the secret origins of uh, Fast and the Furious. They didn't know the homeboy was Dominican. And uh, growing up in Boston, car culture was uh, huge, you know. So anytime I get a chance to talk cars, it's always a good day, you know. So... Let, let's get into a little bit of that like how do you think you came to become like a car enthusiast was it at fast and the furious was it before that uh it's actually kind of a long-winded story but i'm going to keep it short i don't want to bore people around uh you know being a second generation i would say car enthusiast it was something that i learned from like my dad and my uncle and my uncle friends uh you know they grew up in the era of the muscle cars and i had a couple uncles who had a couple muscle cars one of my uncles was like a heavy duty master mechanic in boston so i mean cars was like the thing and then hearing stories growing up you know my dad had like a uh, i think it was a toyota Tercel if I'm not mistaken, banana yellow. And he was one of the first people to put curtains in his car. I mean, he handmade curtains. Damn. And put them in the back of the car. Old school luxury. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't believe in tents. They didn't believe in tents. They said, let me get the curtains. So he's one of the first ones to get the curtains. And then, uh, you know, I was fortunate enough to have an uncle who uh, what he does is, uh, you know, sound systems, custom sound systems and alarming cars. And he's had heavy duty clientele. Um, 
you know, and then his friends, being around his friends, I was fortunate enough to be around the high tech uh, car crew when I was a kid, got to see to uh, a couple of car shows that one of his good friends ran, you know, growing up in the car scene with people we always admired with street dreams. You know what I mean? You see street dreams, driving them Honda Civics, the Del Sol's, the hatchbacks. Street dreams. <laughs> yeah, man, they were the heavy hitters in Boston, you know, they were true. driving cars that we can afford and just be out there and then uh, spending weekends at my uncle's shop. You would see uh, some of these guys with these accords. And unfortunately, for lack of a better word, the, the drug dealers and the scammers, you know, they come up in there and they got these X5s. And I mean, you would see some of these custom trunks, Los, and I mean, you're talking about $20,000 with the speakers and stuff in there. And they would just blow your ears off. So, I mean, <laughs> car culture has always been around, you know? Yeah, definitely. And people don't know, like, um, we're both from Boston. We've both been longtime friends. So, this, that, definitely was the car culture back in Boston. I mean, it was a big Honda scene and it was a lot of uh, just making your car look good, man. But not forgetting about the performance either, you know? Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, performance was something I think we got into as we were older, but seeing those cars, most of those cars didn't have any major performance, but, you know, Mm -hmm. getting older when we were around, you know, late teens, early 20s, and you're going to them secret street races and you see what these people are doing with these Honda engines. And then you start hearing words like JDM engines, B16s, B18s, you know, GSR engines, you hear about all this stuff. And then, you know, we were fortunate enough to get that first taste of that K20 engine. And man, people did some damage in Boston with those K20 engines. I remember going to a bunch of those street races, especially like, I don't know, American Legion around there. Um, yeah. It's back in the days. (laughs) Way back, way back. Right, man. So um, you said a bunch of cars there, man. I mean, you you took it you took it back to like the old school like Honda car scene back in um, in Boston. Like as a kid, man, like going to all these uh, car events, to the races, being around this car culture. Is there any particular car that you always aspired to have? Is there is there one that like you were like, you know what, when I grow up, I'm going to have that car? Uh, yeah, I mean, the one that's always caught my eye. And, uh, you know, when you start getting into Hondas, because that's like I say, would say the uh, gateway into the streetcar culture is uh, you get into Honda and which involves Acura and then you start getting involved with the Nissan and then what really really caught my eye um, is just Subaru man the Subaru STI known for its rally performance you know that that Pepsi blue with the yellow Subaru sign the rally cars the infamous hood scoop with the gold BBSs man that just and that and, wing, man, that wing. Oh, the, oh, yeah, the wing. The wing was just, oh, you, just the whole look of the car was something that I saw that car and I said, that's what I want. I said, that's really, really what I want. That's what I want to be around in, you know, just performance, the all-wheel drive. I mean, you would watch videos of uh, what you guys, you know, what these guys could do in these cars, these, these rally racers, man, and you would just sit there and just be amazed. I mean, dirt roads, street roads, anything else. And then, uh, what's this dude's name? Um, when uh, the guy who owned DC, I forget his name, he came out with the Jim Connor and he had the hatchback STI, that 08 hatchback STI, man. I said, that's it. It's solidified uh, it for Ken me. Block? Ken Block, yeah. With that Jim Connor video, man. I'm telling you, once I saw him do that video, he had the black and white with the green 
you know, monster accents on that bad boy. I said, that's the car that I want. I want an STI. You know, I didn't see that one, man. I always, I've seen, I guess, I guess I got into him like a little, a little late in the game. Right. Cause yeah. I guess the Jim Connor ones that I seen were, or that I started seeing after he made a few of those videos. Right. And by the time I got to actually see one of his videos, I'm pretty sure he was in the focus. Uh, yeah. I think he had switched over to the focus of the Fiesta. At that point, I don't remember yeah. which one it was, but yeah, he did the first, I think, three or four videos with that, uh, with the hatchback STI and then that O8, O9 model. And uh, like I said, he had it with the white, you know, bulk TE37s with the green line on it, man. I'm telling nice. you, I said, that's how that whipped. I said, that's it. That's got to be it. That's nice, gotta man. I got to go back and see those videos then. Because I think I've seen the... Um the focus ones the one with the with the mustang that he has out now yeah so i've seen those but yeah i definitely got to go back and 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 watch the sti ones because yeah that's for sure that definitely uh sounds awesome (laughs) so it really was really was. so definitely um that's the car that you aspire to have and well that's what we're talking about today you actually got to own that car that you aspired to have as uh, when you were younger. So talk to me a little bit about that. I know that um, you had, uh, it was like a few years ago where you actually purchased the car. Uh, yeah, I bought the car. It was a 2015. I bought it in 2016. Um, you know, it was time for me to get a new car. And I went to the dealership with my brother. I originally was thinking maybe WRX and we went, and we have researched for a couple of days. We set up to hit a couple of dealerships and man, um, they had an STI there. The guy told me, he goes, Hey man, try the STI. You know, you know how the dealers are, but he goes, try the STI. I said, all right. You know, and I said, I wanted to try it because it's the car that I had always, you know, it's my dream car. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, as soon as I got in it, put the seat the way that it goes. And man, I put that bad boy in first gear and, it was, uh, as they would say, love at first sight, but it was uh, love at <laughs> first rap. drive. It was game over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love at first drive, man. <laughs> nice, man. How did that feel, man? Like, actually, like, having that, like, because I see it, I don't know. You know, you know, when they always ask you, like, oh, what are some accomplishments? I think as car enthusiasts, like, that is an accomplishment. Like, owning a car that you've always wanted to have is definitely an accomplishment because it's like, you're able to get that experience that you've always been trying to go after. So how was that, man? How did that feel? Like when um, you actually man, made was, that purchase? Man, when I drove it home, it was it was unbelievable. It was unbelievable. I didn't want to stop driving the car. <laughs> I, it was literally something where, you know, it's, it's kind of like childish, but literally I was at the point where I was just like, you know what, I'm going to sleep in this bad boy tonight, man. I couldn't <laughs> wait to show it off to everybody, taking pictures, just driving it, going here, going there, downshifting here, taking tight corners there. You know what I mean? Like I just couldn't wait to just, it was just an incredible feeling. And then it's just, uh, to get not just a regular car, but to get that car, it's just, you know, you're, you're at a whole nother level. You're talking about a car that goes zero to 16, in like less than six, you know, less than five seconds. Just the handling on that car is like something I never felt. I've never gotten in a car and felt just so much confidence within driving and being in the car and still knowing that, hey, whatever I can do in this car is just, 
definitely. And I know I said it before, man, but congrats, man, on being able to accomplish that for real, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Now, how was that search for you? I mean, you said that you and um, and your brother, you guys were doing some research, looking at different cars. Like, how was that search for you? Did you, were there any, like, particular sites that you used? Did you, like, um, uh, did you do it through, like, word of mouth? Like, how was the uh, whole process about searching for that particular car? And just to let the uh, listeners know, what color was the car? Tell us a little bit about uh, it. It was that STI blue, baby. That uh, right. STI blue, just uh, the classic color, you know. Nice, man. Nice. Did it have the uh, Did it have the gold wheels? I don't remember. No, 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 no. What Subaru did with the uh, 2015 models is they took away those those gold BBSs. I think they did it sooner. I don't remember exactly, but... Yeah, so I just had regular gunmetal. Um, I think they're BBS wheels. You, those were like an extra feature on the uh, launch edition. I just had the regular, regular base edition. Um, uh, okay. Well, yeah, I, still, yeah. I still remember it looked nice either way. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those gunmetal wheels are still good regardless. You know, and it has everything that you would want. You know, the hood scoop, the big wing. It's got everything. You know, it's just... Uh, and how were the calipers? Were the calipers the red, the black? I know now they have like that lime green. No, not they were they were black at the time. And again, okay. it was the same thing. You wanted a different color. It's part of the features. You have to go up to the launch edition to really get it in there. But um, you know, being a car enthusiast, you know, a little a little paint, a little caliper paint, you can change that up. But I never had a desire to change it. I was always okay with the uh the black because it always had the um the STI writing on it. So you knew uh, that yeah. it was with a legitimate STI. So Yeah, definitely, man. So, um, yeah, get into that. Like, what was the process on doing that search for that car? Um, well, at the time, I was looking for another car. Uh, what I really wanted was a Jeep Wrangler, but I was like, let me venture out and see what I can get. You know, what's the price range or anything else? And um, I started by just, you know, doing the normal stuff. Car gurus, auto trader. Um, I just thought about doing private seller, but I said, no. Nah. I said, let me go get it try to get something certified from a dealership and that way it's a little bit more it's a little bit easier for me to do because this way it's a little bit uh, safer and I'm a little covered more you know and everything else but you know going with the dealership you do have the, the ups and downs and the, the negatives and the positives and everything but yeah so we searched like I said the day of I had about three or four dealerships lined up um, I test drove that midnight blue one first I loved it. Like I said, I just fell in love with it. And then we went to dealership number two that had the STI blue one. And then um, the STI blue one was a better deal. And I literally only spent a day getting it, but it took about a week or two of researching and seeing um, which dealerships had it, where I was going, what I was going to get, what I was going to do. But uh, like I said, once I was there, it was a pretty easy process. You know, you do the normal, typical haggle back and forth. I was already pre-approved. I went in with the paperwork. I didn't have to worry about it. I brought in my own finance. So I didn't really have to worry about the, the details of filling out the paperwork and if I was going to be approved or not, I already knew. I don't know. I think that as car enthusiasts, like in looking for a car, man, you have to do that due diligence, that research from the beginning. Yeah. Like long of the days of like just showing up somewhere and just like, uh, 
oh, like, oh, they have a STI here. Let me just go in and, and check and check it out. I mean, you could still do that, but I wouldn't really recommend that if you're actually trying. No, and especially if it's something, you know, especially if it's something that you really want and, you know, you have a price in mind and you have a, you know, what you're really looking to get, you know. And, and realistically, it was one of those things where we're lucky because, you know, we're in Florida right now and, you know, the whole state of Florida takes about eight or nine hours to drive. I was at the point where I was willing to go to Jacksonville if I had to, which is about, you know, five hours away or deep Miami if I had to. So the whole goal was to get a good car in good condition, what I really wanted and for the price that I wanted. And, you know, fortunate enough, I didn't have to travel that far, but I, w- I got what I wanted and I was happy with what I got. And, yeah, um, man. That STI helps. is awesome. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. Definitely, man. Now, um, and that, um, so you owned it for how many years? Uh, I just recently sold it right when the pandemic hit. So I would say around March, maybe April. Uh, I think it was closer to April is when I sold it. So, you know, I owned it almost four years. Nice, man. About three and a half years. And then from an owner's perspective, I mean, what are some things that, you could tell others that are potentially going to buy this car or looking into buying this car. Like, can you give us a little like brief review on the car, some good things about it, some bad things about it. I mean, we all know like the regular good things because <laughs> everybody loves the STI. Right. But yeah, of course. You actually owning it. What are some things that like you can recall that were like, wow, like those wow moments. And then also like those, Oh, damn. Um, <laughs> Uh, the definitely wow moments to me was, uh, I remember when I first got the car, I was on my way to Orlando and I'm not a heavy footed kind of guy, you know, I'm not this type of guy that hits like a 90, hundred miles an hour on the highway, driving the whole way. You know, I'm not that kind of guy. <laughs> I'm not the type of guy to beat up on cars too much either. You know what I mean? I'm just a driver and, you know, an avid driver. So sometimes you like to punch it, you punch it. But what got me was, is, you know, you see, before I even got the car, I researched it and I looked at videos. I joined forums. You know, I uh, looked at local car crews who were super enthusiasts. And the biggest thing that everyone showed you is this video of an STI um, racing uh, Porsche uh the base level Porsche and it beat it in a straightaway. Oh, damn. You know, base level Porsche beat it in a straightaway. And I couldn't believe it when I saw the video myself. I was like, this is ridiculous. I mean, you're talking about a car that's maybe, you know, $20,000 cheaper and it's beating it in a straightaway. Now you're not going to get the same features. You're talking about a luxury, you know, European car versus a high end JDM rally car. But, uh, but one of the things that got me was I was on the way to Orlando. I'm going about 80 miles an hour. I said, let me see what this thing can do. I drop it down into fourth gear lows. Man, I went from 80 to a buck 20 and I'm blinking of an eye. And when I say blink of an eye, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. A legit blink of an eye. You know, they tell these cars have major torque at the low level. But when you able to go from 80 to a buck 20, you know, 40 mile an hour distance, literally in a blink of an eye and not feel like your car is raising or you're losing control or it's shaking, you know, the R-wheel drive is still strong at 120 miles an hour. And, you know, you have the, the safety, which a lot of people don't understand this. You know, if you really get into specifics of it, that, you know, that double piston brakes, man, when you slam on those bad boys, you stop it. You, there, there's no way you're not going to stop. I mean, it, you, 
you're going to stop on a dime on those things. And, you know, when you have that feeling, you can hit a buck 20 and not have to worry too much about, you know, what I'm going to do here. Where's the car going to go? Is it going to lock the brakes? Am I going to flip out? You know, what's going to happen? Not, not with yeah, that. man. You're definitely confident in, in the car's performance and oh, how yeah, it's going to perform. Oh, oh yeah. 100%. 100% confidence. But, man, when you, when you feel that power and uh, – and then, you know, you hear that grumble of that boxer engine going about 80, then to the buck 20. It's like, it's nothing like you ever, it's everything. I always told, that's the other thing, one of the reasons I love the STI was because, you know, you hear an STI that's got a full cap back exhaust, maybe some headers. And when that thing is coming down the street, it sounds like a muscle car and sometimes even louder. And um, when you, when you really get to have it in person, it really, that's the way it sounds and it, it's just like, wow, I can't believe it. You sound, you, you just, to me, it's one of the most complete cars that are out there. No, it definitely is, man. I mean, tell you the truth, like, I've I've always gone back and forth. Like, you you know my journey with, like, the whole muscle car. Yeah. And I'm still into muscle cars, honestly. Um, but you know that before even looking at the Civic, like, I was, for, for a certain time, I was also looking at STIs. And I think you, because... I'm not, I mean, I've always admired the STI, but it's not like mm-hmm. a car that I've always been like wanting to go after, right? But yeah, yeah. I think you were the one that put put that into me because when I saw you roll down the street in that car and I'm like, damn, that thing is nice. And I think you let me drive it once or twice and I was like, man, this thing is like, this thing is uh, like, it's remarkable, you know? So it's like, I was going back and forth because, you know, the Civic Type R kind of like they're in the like the same price range, kind of look the same. Obviously, the, um, the Civic now is a hatchback um, and mm-hmm. the STI isn't now. But, you know, they got the high wing. Um, really, the only difference between them, to tell you the truth, well, there's a lot of differences. But the big main oh, difference is that the STI is the all wheel drive. You Correct. Know, and the Civic is still four wheel drive, uh, front wheel drive. But Correct. That was definitely one of the cars that I was comparing the Type R to. And I'm like, damn, like, and I, and I was kind of like going back and forth. Like, should I do the Type R? Should I do an STI? I don't know. But uh, yeah, man, like, it, it's a really nice car. Now, you owning it for four years, like, what are some things that you can tell potential buyers to watch out for because every car has its has its thing. So what was the STIs? Um, I mean, there was a couple of things, but to me, the biggest thing is is uh, the gas mileage. Be ready to get maybe eighteen to nineteen miles to the gallon. And my car was stock. I mean, the most I did was all aesthetic stuff. So I'm talking about mud flaps, window visors, the tints. Um, those kind of things. I always kept it clean, pristine on the outside, you know, washed and waxed. But definitely the gas mileage, man. The gas mileage, be ready to to fill up, especially if you got a heavy, heavy foot, be ready to fill up every couple of days, man, because, you know, you're talking about 19 in the city, 21, maybe 22 on the highway, and that's just driving it normal. If you're punching it, downshifting, forcing the engine, pushing, you know, 6,000 RPMs, 5,000 RPMs, it's going to be even shorter. Which you want um, to do you know, because you want to hear course. that engine, man, and, and the turbo. Oh, like, that, like you want, I know you, I know you babied it because you did. Oh, yeah, of course. You know, yeah, but. Yeah, 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 I did. 
but I know you've also pushed it as well. So it's yeah. like you want to do that because you want to see what the car has. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean, like I said, you're you know we're fortunate enough that we live in Florida. We don't got to do with potholes. You know, we have pristine highways. And if you're out there at midnight, two o'clock in the morning here, there's gonna be nobody on the road. And you got to take advantage of all these highways. And, and you know, the, I would say the, the blessing of the car gods being fortunate living here in Florida. You know, you get great weather. Um, and then the cooler months, you know, January, February, where you can really hit it. it it's fun to drive. You know, it's good. It, it's a blast to drive. But like I said, that gas mileage right, is something else. Dude, and then, that's crazy. You know, like yeah, the, yeah. The, the Mustang, that's basically what it was giving me. Well, uh, maybe a little bit more. I mean, maybe mm-hmm. a little bit less. I think I was 17 city. And yeah. I think, and I used to drive more highway, obviously. So I think altogether I had maybe like 20 when you, when you put the, uh, the, the highway and the city driving together, but it's rated for city driving that I think they put it on the sticker like 18, but it's more mm-hmm. like 17, I would think 17, 16. And I didn't yeah. have that many mods on it either. So that's crazy, man. I didn't know they were, they were like gas guzzlers like that. Yeah, it's heavy duty. And then the sad part is, is you got a small gas tank. You know, you're talking about maybe a 15-gallon gas tank. So, I mean, you're going to run through that. I mean, I, I think I remember the first time I filled up my gas tank, I got maybe 300 miles out of the gas tank. And then after that, everything was like around 250, 240, if you were lucky, you know. Yeah. Well, that is one thing. Like I know in the Mustang, I used to have like maybe 320 something normally. I, the Type R right now, I'm like at two. I'm lucky if I get like 280, like on a, oh, wow. a full tank of gas. I think it's like oh, more wow. like around 278 or something like that. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's small gas tanks, man, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> And then, you know, like I said, when you push it, it wants even more gas. And then what the killer is, is, you know, you're talking about high-end Japanese motors and uh, you got to hit it with the premium. You can't go in there with the mm-hmm. regular 89. You got to go 93 all day. Nah. So, nah, yeah. like you want to you wanna fast track to messing up the uh, the car? Like uh, put less than 93 in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. You, you, uh, 93 full synthetic, you know. Yeah definitely man and that's the thing it's like that's what people don't understand i talk about that with my uh with my type r a lot like you know these are i don't know it it all depends what your price range is but at least with subaru or with um or even with honda these are kind of like at the top they're not the top but they're at the top of the Mm -hmm. um of the performance chain right for these brands Right, maybe actually for Subaru it is the top. Right, I don't think there's anything. Yeah, yeah, oh, they yeah. They have there's like the other different think. styles, like the RA, I believe, and yeah, like yeah, the yeah. different ones that are more like um, more secluded or more like special. But yeah, at the end of the day, like the STI is one of the top ones, and so is the Type R for for Honda. Like you can't just sit there and like not put good stuff into it gas yeah no i mean i'm I'm assuming you know i'm assuming when they're doing their research and they're putting these engines and these cars through their paces that they're not putting regular 89 in this bad boy you know they're putting 93 they're going all out the highest end level and and again it's like we said you know as car enthusiasts i mean our vision our view is a little bit different than everybody a little about everybody else's you know we don't 
we don't mind spending the extra $5 a tank, $6 a tank, $7 a tank, whatever the price range may be, and spending the extra $20 on the full synthetic oil because we know that that's what we really want out of these cars, you know, to be able to have peak performance all the time, which means we're probably not going to be pushing these cars to that level. But the fact is, you know, we're not driving the base level Kias, Accords, those kind of things, you know what I mean, where you can just put 89 and just, you know, beat them to hell and these are our cars that we dream about that we want to take care of that we want to maintain and you know get the get the peak performance out of it and the, those are the kind of things that i figure i always see non-car enthusiasts go into and they're just you know they're just whatever about it their 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 view is, is car is a car i need to get a point a and point b and where our thing is yeah we want to get a point a and point b too but we want to do it in style with a little bit more flash and razzle dazzle you know what i mean no, and quite honestly, you want to be able to have the option. Like, obviously, you used it as a daily driver. I use mine as a daily driver. But you also right. want that option to be like, show off car, um, uh, have your car perform. Like, if you want to take it to the track or you want to do some racing or something like that, like, be able to do that. I mean, if that's not the case, then we shouldn't, then we wouldn't have gotten these cars. You know what I'm saying? No, no, I agree. I agree. I agree. You know, I yeah. agree. It's just, it's just a matter of, you know, always wanting to be able to, to have that there, you know, cause you never know. You just never know. I mean, even though it, for me, it was a daily driver, you know, sometimes my job, I had to get on the highway and drive 30 miles. And I was like, you know what, let me zoom by traffic. And like I said before, you know, earlier, it was just, it gives you the confidence. I mean, I'm yeah. not a reckless driver. I'm not a heavy foot, but when you got a car, man, this is responsive as that. And you got the all wheel drive, the upgraded brakes, you're talking about a car that has 300 horsepower to the wheels. I mean, you want to take full advantage of it, and you do. And, and, and you feel the difference, and you appreciate the difference. And this is coming from someone who, you know, is my dream car, and now, you know, unfortunately, I've had to downgrade. And, uh, you know, I miss it. You know, but it's just something that it's, when I had it, I took advantage of it, and I appreciate it. And I appreciate it even more now. Yeah, definitely, man. Now, would you say, like, would you say that that's the car that impacted you most in your life, like in your whole car owning experience? Or was there another car that you owned that kind of impacted your uh, car enthusiasm? Um, car enthusiasm. Or to your, me, I don't even my, know that if that's my... a thing. Like, I, I said that, but maybe car enthusiasts. Thing. Um, your enthusiasm in cars we know what we're saying <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. well it started the, the love of the cars you know we really got us into exactly. it i would say the sti was kind of where i got to in my um enthusiasm of cars and this is the car that i always wanted this is the car that i want to be in but i would say my first love of a car i mean it, it always goes back it's funny because I'm pretty sure you can relate to the same thing. Is it's just the first car ever owned. You know, I had a, a '96 uh, Honda Civic DX that I started out with, and um, and I remember that car. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And silver I think, or was it gray? Silver, silver or gray? Silver or gray? Whatever color you want to call it. You know. <laughs> whatever car you want to call it. But I think because um, I can't really attribute it to a specific specific car but i would definitely say the honda car brand in general is what really got me into the car enthusiasm here um you know you just read the rich history of honda and as you get in you know you as a beginner you just see the basics which is 
you know, the Civic, the Accord. And then once you tend to go down the rabbit hole of what Honda car culture is, you realize that Honda owns Acura. And then you are, you're starting to get into the rich history of the Integra. And then you start to expand upon the cars and then you see what they did with the Prelude and then what they did with the NSX. And then you start getting into the actual JDM culture and you see what you know, these companies who have specifically devoted themselves to working with Honda, what Mugen does, what Spoon did, and then yeah, that's man. when you really, that's when Ryan really just turned over into the JDM scene is just that. When you see these Spoon and Mugen cars and you see them on the track, you see them on the streets, you see them in the showrooms, yeah. that's, I think, what really hit me in terms of really wanting to be in car enthusiasts is just seeing those cars and the whole Honda scene in itself is where it started for me. And uh, even to this day, I mean, I still have a love and appreciation of Hondas. Yeah, um, man. This is, it's, it's never going to be matched, I don't think. Yeah. I mean, that that's what we grew up with, man. I mean, we'll never, we'll never leave. Like, like, obviously, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a big muscle car guy now. Like I, I would say like yeah, the yeah. car that, impacted me the most isn't even my type r even though that's one that because you know as a honda head you always wanted to have a type r back in the days oh, of of integra type r now it's the civic type r but mm-hmm. even with that like i do have a real love and like admiration for honda and and you know what they're able to accomplish even though I would say like the car that impacted me the most was probably like my Mustang GT just because it got me into like that, um, that V8 muscle car thing, but that doesn't take my admiration away or, or the love that I have for like these, uh, JDM and poor cars like Honda. You, you start at a place and where your starting point is, and then you really get to be there. And then now that we're older, We've expanded upon what we know about the car scene. And I mean, I'm sure a lot of our interest has changed, but like I said, when getting my hats back, um, Civic and being in it and, you know, driving standard and being there. And then, like I said, going down the rabbit hole, what is Honda car culture? You know, you just, that's what really got me. It's just the Honda car culture. Yeah, man. Definitely. Hey, man. So we've been on the phone for a little while now. I definitely appreciate everything, like all the stories that uh, that um, that you let us know about, everything that you said. We're kind of winding it down a little bit now. And I got some questions for you. Now, these are questions that are going to make you think a little bit. Not saying that you didn't think about everything else, but you're going to have to like scratch your head on some of these. If you were given unlimited funds, but with those funds, I'm telling you that you can buy three cars for your garage. These are cars that you're going to keep the whole rest of your life. What would those cars be? Uh, Unlimited funds, unlimited funds, unlimited funds. Um, I would definitely have to say car number one. Uh, I'm looking at a Ford Raptor and get it on that stage two Cobb, man. I mean, being in in Florida, you don't know what truck culture is like till you're out here, but it's like you with (laughs) the V8 and the GP. Um, I got involved in, in, in truck culture and drove a couple of trucks, man. And I see that Ford Raptor and I just say, that's just, that's it right there. Get it on that stage two Cobb and uh, with a little bit more speed and power, man. And that's just the, 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 the first one I would get. You know? That is a nice, that is a nice truck. Very man. nice. 
Um, the second one, you gotta go Italian high luxury. And for me, Italian high luxury is Ferrari. Man, that bright red Ferrari with the uh, gold emblem is uh, the way to go. High class red, you know, especially being here in Florida, you take a day, you go down to South Beach, Collins, and you're gonna see a few Ferraris. And uh, definitely when I got into I would say the exotic car world, that's the car that kind of, you know, really, really caught my attention that, you know, that those Ferraris, it's just, they're very classy, they're sleek, and then they don't have the air of, I don't want to say arrogance, because it's not arrogance, but this air of, uh, you know, trying too hard, like uh, other car companies, you know what I mean? Like, you just have these cars to just, you know, B12s, B10s, just pushing and going crazy. And it's just like, you see the people who drive them and it's just like, yeah, it's not really the way to go. But Ferrari for me is um, definitely, I would definitely have a, a, a La Ferrari if I can afford it or, you know, four, yeah, I was gonna four ask, or five eight Italian. Yeah. Ferrari, man, like which Ferrari would that be? So it would be the La Ferrari? Uh, you know, 458, 488, La Ferrari is a little bit too much, but I would definitely <laughs> say the Four five eight, um, you know, yeah, uh, those yeah, are nice. Definitely man. something like, yeah, yeah. You know, I was a Lamborghini guy. Like growing yeah. up, I've always loved Lamborghinis. Like my favorite mm-hmm. car was a Huracan, right? That's what I yeah, wanted. Yeah, yeah. Until I went and I drove. I don't know if you ever heard of um, uh, Extreme Experience. Uh, no, no, I haven't heard of them. So they're basically one of those car companies that you can drive a supercar on a track, right? Uh-huh. And a friend of mine got me, um, got us some tickets to go there. <clears throat> I guess they were having some kind of promotion, something like that. And through our, through like a corporate promotion, we were able to go. And I drove the Huracan, bright green Huracan. It was awesome, you know? That lime green, man. But then they recorded for you. And then my video came out messed up, right? So it was like glitching and whatever. And then they were like, oh, well, we could either, we could either give you some money off. I'm like, well, this was free for me. So what else you got? (laughs) They're like, oh, well, we could put you in another car. Do you want to go back in the Huracan? I'm like, uh, what are the cars you got over there? <laughs> They're yeah. like, oh, well, everybody, everything is taken. No, everything is free except for, I think, the GT3 RS was the one that was, like, the most popular one, so they didn't have any more. Yeah, yeah. And then I saw that they had the other Huracans and then a 488 Italia. And yeah. then, uh, or maybe it was a 458. I don't remember now. I got to look back at it. At that uh, video, but <laughs> uh, it was either a four eight eight or a four five eight. They had both though. I forgot which one I got into, but man, I became a true believer of Ferrari after that. It I actually liked the way that the Ferrari drove more than the Huracan, unfortunately. Oh wow! Yeah. Oh wow! So I could definitely um, attest to what you're saying with going with the Ferrari, man. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and what's that definitely. uh third car, man? Uh that third car is uh you know it's it's tough because it, it, you mentioned one of them, that 911 G3 GT3 RS. I've heard so many good things about that car. But at the same time, man, um McLaren has just been making some nasty, nasty, nasty vehicles, man. Those P1s. 
are just just on a whole nother level. The full carbon body. I know it's another sport, supercar. You know, it's one of those things. But either one of those two cars would be my last one. I know it's tough. I, I got to stick to one. But the uh, GT3 RS or that McLaren is definitely the way I would I would want to go. Okay. On, uh, on that last car. I guess it all depends who treats you better at the dealership. <laughs> Correct. Exactly. Exactly. Who can get the, the better dollars? You know what I mean? <laughs> no, but you, you know? got unlimited funds. It's like, whatever. I guess at that point is, what are you going to do for me, for me to buy this car from you? Yeah. You know well, what I'm saying? Let me, let, me, let me drive it for a week and see how I feel with it. If I feel good after a week, I, you know, I might stick with the McLaren. If not, I might do a All right. <laughs> Two supercars and then, uh, and then, uh, a monster of a truck. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You know, just uh, keep it simple. You know, every day drive the truck and the other ones are for the weekend, you know? Uh, the hell yeah. Now, out of those uh, out of those three cars, which one do you think you'll drive the most? I would definitely drive the, the Raptor the most. You know, you just, you know, you realistically driving sure. those supercars every day. You you really not. became like a truck guy, man. <laughs> yeah, I did. Man. Mentioned I the did. Wrangler earlier, and and I now the the, uh, the Raptor. I'm like, okay, all right. So Javi, mm-hmm. uh, so Javi's really getting into trucks now. Yeah, so I mean, it's part of the Florida culture, you know. And then you see that him down true. here. It's 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 always one of those things where you know you 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 don't know about it until you're exposed to it. And being here, you know, you get exposed to it, and uh, it's just something being in the truck culture, you see Raptors out here and you're just like, oh man, I, I really would like one of those, you know, and it's just like, it's uh, it's always one of those things. It sounds a little bit bad, but it's like, it's a, that's a man's truck. You know, it's a man's <laughs> car. That's, that's just, you know. Nah, man, but I know what you're saying. Like, that's like a, it's like a heavy duty truck, man. Like, it's like. Yeah, it has real heavy duty. Mean, that truck means business, basically. Of course. So, yeah. Of course. I mean, you know. it's uh, all over. Full performance of a truck. Heck yeah. I'll even, I think, uh, uh, my son, he, um, the older one, he definitely wants me to get one. The little one is, is, is all about me getting a GTR next, which I don't think that's going to happen. But, uh, the, (laughs) the older one, he's like, he's more like, Oh, you should get a Raptor. Let's go jump it off some sand dunes. Cause you know, that's, that's what they show in the videos. Like somebody yeah, in the course, desert yeah. jumping these sand dunes. And like, that's yeah, all course. he wants me to do with that. I'm like, uh, we don't live in the desert. Yeah, <laughs> We're no not going to be jumping either. no sand dunes here, man. Nah, they're not going to let a truck like that on the beach. <laughs> nah, not at all. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like a follow-up question to that is, have you ever heard of track daily and crush? No, no, no. I haven't. What is that? All right. So I'm going to give you, out of our conversation today, I'm going to give you three cars. And one of them you're going to track. It's going to be your track car. That's the one that you're always going to take to the track. Okay. Next one is going to be your daily. That's going to be the one that you're always going to drive, do errands, go to work, whatever. Pick up kids, pick up wife, whatever you want to do with it. That's what you're always going to do. Grocery shopping, Costco run. That's exactly. It, that's the and then the last one, you're going to crush it out of junkyard. All right. Okay. So your list right. of cars is, obviously, we're talking about the STI and you love your STI. So that's right. one of the cars. <laughs> you mentioned earlier Jeep Wrangler. And obviously, the listeners don't know, but 
where oh we they already know that we're friends but i know your love for jeep wranglers and i know how much you want one of them so i'm gonna make that a second car and then uh let's throw in there the ferrari just because i think the raptor would be a little too close to the wrangler so let's talk about ferrari sti wrangler track daily crush you definitely got to track the ferrari i mean that's premium hand-built italian you know work you definitely gotta track that one so that's, that's your that's track the way car. To go. okay that's the track car that's the track car uh daily has to be that wrangler man you know we're we're getting older kids wife you know cars turn into you know it's tough being a car enthusiast but cars turn into you know you're starting to look at things like function and uh, over anything else. So, I mean, functionality-wise, the Wrangler's the way to go. You get four really? doors. You know, Yeah, 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 man. You wow, get, man. You know, you, uh, I thought, quite honestly, I thought you were going to give me a different answer. But okay. And then you're going to crush yeah, yeah, the STI? I'm going to have to unfortunately crush the STI. Wow, uh, that's, man. It's, that's it's, a, it's, it's a hurt, but... You know, if I had a bet on this, I thought that you were probably going to track the sti and maybe crush the the ferrari or yeah. daily the sti you know what i just didn't think that you were going to crush that sti i think you were going to pick no. one of the other two to 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 crush but wow that's a that's a big turn of events all right <laughs> now i big will time. warn you though man i heard now the jeep uh the jeep uh owners are going to kill me but i don't know i've never driven a jeep a wrangler yeah as a daily but i heard that they're not that nice to daily um they're cool cars and i love how they look as well and to a certain point i've wanted one as well honestly yeah yeah. i just heard that they're like uncomfortable and they guzzle gas and all that and obviously they're not made to like daily but you would pick that as a daily okay you got that as a daily, man. And you would track your, your Ferrari and you would crush the, the STI. Okay. Unfortunately, I would have to. Yeah, that would be, uh, it's, uh, it's unfortunate and it's not uh, ideal, but I think that's the way I would have to go. It's just, uh, you know, I mean, I, I, you, you can't, I mean, uh, when you look at the STI, the Jeep Wrangler, they're both gas guzzlers. So, you know, it is what it is. You're going to get the performance <laughs> with the STI, but you're not going to have the trunk space that you need in case you need something. I'm a beach guy. So, you know, in my wife's car, we keep um, two beach chairs. And, oh, there uh, you go, man. You just take off the yeah, doors, so take off the top. <laughs> that's it. Take off the take doors, take the off beach. the top, head down to the beach, fill up a cooler, and we're in there. You know what I mean? Put your surfboard on the and top. No, 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 no! I'm not that. Uh, I'm not that much of a beach guy, you know. Ah, I mean, man, I don't but wanna... it's not. That's not for you to use. You just have it on your Wrangler. If you're gonna take a, yeah. the Wrangler to the beach, man, you gotta at least have a surfboard up there, whether you use it or not. You know what I'm saying? Give it that aesthetic <laughs> look, you know. Hell yeah, man! You gotta have people think, "Oh man, this guy's a surfer," whether you are, or you're exactly. not. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, you know, I don't, uh, I don't believe in the whole Miami figures you make it, you know. Just, uh, <laughs> I know, man. I know, I know you don't. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You're a real dude, man. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, keep it simple. <laughs> yo, man, I really appreciate you getting on, man. I know there's getting a little uh, on the long side, so I think we'll uh, cut it off here. But 
Definitely appreciate everything you shared with us, your uh, car journey, your owner's perspective of the STI, and honestly, the uh, the uh, the kind of like astonishment that you gave me for the track daily crush. <laughs> yeah. And I really enjoyed yeah. in, uh, knowing your uh, your three car garage, man. So uh, thank you again for getting on and, you know, um, I guess I- I'm definitely going to have you on again for another show, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. Definitely, and I'm, I'll be down for it, man. Talking about cars, you know, we, we can uh, you can get lost in that one. So uh, thanks for having me on, and it's been great, man. It's been great. I'm glad I was able to uh, catch you by surprise there. <laughs> All right, awesome, man. So thanks, Javi. Have a good night, man. You too, man. Take it easy, brother. Motor